Check out the Geek Therapy Forum, which combines the features of a traditional message board with the comment section of all our content. Join the discussion at forum.geektherapy.com. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. My name is Josue Cardona with Lauren Keller. Hello. And Laura Taylor. Hey. On GT Radio, we are a, a show that celebrates geeking out and doing good. And I just want to take a moment to say that I know that the world kind of sucks right now, uh, especially if you're in certain countries. I'm, I'm definitely feeling it this week more than more than usual. And although we don't usually go into the, to the heavy stuff here on the show, because I like to keep it celebratory as much as much for us as for as for you listeners. Keep it positive. Uh, Jedi Council recently on episode 95, I think it is. Oh, man, they're almost they're so close to 100. We should throw them a party. We're almost uh, to 150. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. We should throw a party. Uh, <laughs> big party. Big party. <laughs> yeah, lots of parties. Um, on uh, Jedi Council's episode 95, they they did a, an episode that was really like a like a checking in with listeners about how they're doing and um, with some resources. And they were talking specifically about there was a lot of suicide in the news on that week. So if you feel like you need something like that, like just like a mental health check in, definitely check out Jedi Council's uh, episode 95, which was uh, a couple of weeks ago. All right. But uh, the topic for this week, or the, or the first thing I want to talk about is Vertigo's relaunch. And Vertigo is a uh, imprint under DC Comics, which is a pretty big freaking deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, uh, I, I made a, a list of some of the um, books, the more popular books from Vertigo over the last, uh, you know, a couple decades. There's V for Vendetta, Why the Last Man, Preacher, Sandman, Constantine, Swamp Thing, A History of Violence, I Zombie, Lucifer. Like, all of those except Why the Last Man have been made into either a movie or a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Like, Vertigo is a, is a big deal. And they're doing this relaunch with a bunch of really interesting books that... I mean, I'm going to go over a few of them, and I'm curious um, what you think of them. Uh, did either of you read that article? I did. I did. It's a Verge article. I'll put it in the show notes, and I think it summarizes really well um, what it is. Any quick thoughts about that before I go into the specific books? It's almost like Vertigo's becoming this crazy, like, it's like image, almost. In yeah, the, it, yeah. That's, that's kind of what I'm, uh, what I, what the, um, the impression I got of the different types of stories that are coming out, like creator, I feel like creators are just like, this is what I want to do. And then mm-hmm. they do it. Like it, there's some weird takes on things different from what we've seen before. And I'm really excited about some of these, some of these books. I don't remember any of the names of any of them, <laughs> but I'll go over them now, but definitely yeah, yeah. I don't think that they're that amazing compared to Image, but I think it's because it's Vertigo, because it's mm-hmm. DC, it's a big deal. Right. And I'm not sure what their model is. Like Image, the creators own everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. So I don't know what the model is, how the money, like who owns the rights, all of that. Um, so that makes it a little different. Like if Vertigo is the one holding the rights to everything, then they're taking a little more of a risk, which is pretty awesome. So let me go over some of the books. The one that was kind of headlining that article is Goddess Mode. Um, by And it's written by Zoe Quinn. She made Depression Quest. And over the years, she's become uh, an advocate or a voice against... What's the word or the term for... It's not cyberbullying, 
Lauren, do you know what I'm talking about? There's a particular word for the. Uh, she's got like she's running like an organization because of the all the harassment that she's received online to help other people who 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 have gone through that. I don't I don't remember what the word is off the top of my head, but um, she she was connected to all of the GamerGate stuff in 2014. And has sort of phoenix risen from that stuff to create really awesome stuff. And I'm so excited to read that comic book by her. Yeah, the description, again, this is all from the Verge article. Uh, it says, Follow, uh, Goddess Mode follows a young woman named Cassandra whose tech support job leads her into a digital world where superheroines battle monsters for the cheat codes to reality. That sounds pretty cool. That does sound pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's, uh, you know, female superheroes, we don't have enough. Although Marvel recently said that post-Avengers 4, they are foreseeing that over 50% of their heroes on screen are going to be female. I believe it. They've been yeah. pushing it. They've been pushing those characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, about time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they've. it's like, they say that, but then like in the poster that you see, or, or like in some of the articles, it's Okoye and Scarlet Witch and it's like these are like secondary characters are they gonna take are they gonna be the star you know are they gonna have their own leading roles or are their roles going to be elevated i don't know who knows who knows all right another one of the books is american carnage and it's about a biracial fbi agent who infiltrates a white supremacist group what what kind of sounds sounds (laughs) kind of crazy yeah i know but it's also like like uh, very relevant you know yeah also, I think the way that's to, what a lot of their focus is, is on relevant tackling tough issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like. But like, but like that's that's the description, you know. Biracial white supremacist group. Very interesting. Uh, Border town about monsters from Mexican folklore set loose in a xenophobic Arizona town. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to tackle that topic. You know, I think that's I think that's pretty cool. And and you know, it makes me think like, okay. There's so much going on now in the news, so much hatred towards immigrants and towards Mexicans in particular. And like we had Coco last year. Mm-hmm. Coco was like animated movie of the year and it was it was amazing. I was like, here, like have have some Mexican culture, have some some of this culture that you don't seem to to want. And and that book, I don't know. I think that's that's the one I'm most interested in. Like, how are they gonna handle like, are these monsters from folklore here to, like, take revenge for all the xenophobia? Are they here to befriend people and change minds and hearts? Like, what are they going to do? <laughs> El Chupacabra changes my heart. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that was one of the ones that grabbed my eye. I think it'll be interesting to see how they tackle xenophobia and um, issues of immigration with a little bit, I feel like, monsters make it a little uh separated like they get a little more um metaphorical yeah a little abstract yeah um the cartoonist hillary price is queer and doesn't didn't want to rock the boat too much with her um syndicate and so what they would she would do is if she wanted to talk about relationships she'd put monsters in so you don't know what gender a monster is so I think it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. I, I think this is, it's really cool and sort of indicative of a trend of, of people really wanting to discuss these kinds of like complex and historical issues 
Uh, and and I think it's really nice to sort of see that response. You know, maybe this is just from my own online experience, but a lot of, you know, get your politics out of my video games, get your politics out of my comic books. And it's really nice to see comic books that are like, no, we're going to talk about this stuff and we're, we're going to get in it and it's going to be awesome and beautiful and get ready. Now, in a way, this is DC Comics saying... Well, we're not going to put it in our comic books. We're going to put it in Vertigo, <laughs> right? I mean, yes. <laughs> well, Vertigo has a different tone anyway. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, but Vertigo is a big fucking deal. So now yeah. we're putting this, you know, it's like, it's not going to be in the shadow of Batman and Superman. It's going to be able to shine on its own. But they have been putting stuff in Batman and Superman. Um, oh, yeah, Batman, yeah. Batman course. Action Comics, uh, the the special that came out, was talking all about the correspondence, uh, the w- correspondence dinner and making fun of people, well, using humor. And if you can't laugh at yourself or have people laugh at you, then you're a bad person, basically. Um, the irony of that one, like the, that one came out, like right when the correspondence center was going to happen. Yeah. So it's not like it was based on the one from this year. It was just based no, on what, but it, what happened it, before. Yeah. It, it was a take on it and it was commenting yeah. on current politics. So, yeah. yeah. You know, it's happening. Um, but again, like I feel like with, with Vertigo and with these standalone books, there's a, I don't know, it's like a, a different um, opportunity to shine. Mm hmm. Um, so then another book is Hex Wives, about a coven of witches brainwashed into becoming Stepford Wives. <laughs> what? <laughs> these, yes, please. <laughs> these descriptions are, are amazing. <laughs> Just like, what? <laughs> I know. But again, but it's like the potential to touch on like really serious and, and, and relevant topics is uh, mm-hmm. incredible. Uh, then there's Safe Sex. About freedom fighters in a police state where sex is surveilled and regulated. That one's super relevant, actually, right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man. Ugh. And uh, finally, uh, Second Coming, about Jesus returning to Earth to learn from a superhero named Sunman. I thought that w- I thought that one was hilarious. I really want to read that one. <laughs> I mean, the, the the full description is something like God is not happy with his like deadbeat son jesus so he sends him to earth to learn from earth's greatest hero it's yeah, something like that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, controversial but uh very interesting i'll pick and, that one up for a couple issues and give it a shot <laughs> yeah 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 and you know actually it, i've talked about this so many times in the past but dc makes it so hard to buy their comics if if you're broke mm-hmm. and like the best deal in comics is marvel unlimited Right for ten dollars a month, you get access to pretty much everything that Marvel has ever published six months back, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I can absolutely wait six months <laughs> to read some comic books so I can get them on on unlimited. And like, DC doesn't have anything even close. But finally, finally, this week they announced uh, some of the details on DC Universe. Finally, we'll be able to get to read some some DC comics in a subscription format. It still sucks in comparison to to the Marvel plan, but at least it's something. Hopefully, it'll grow. Did you see any details on this on DC Universe? No, I haven't seen any. Okay, so so let me know if you guys are or if this if you think this is a good idea or not, or if this gets you excited at all. But uh, DC Universe is basically Marvel Unlimited plus. They're using the term Netflix, but it's really more like, you know, the DC channel 
all put together. So it has pretty much every single DC show, DC TV show that ever, that has ever come out, animated and live action. So I'm talking so about Batman the animated series. Batman the animated series is on it. Ooh, that sells me right there. <laughs> Lois and <laughs> sold. <laughs> Lois and Clark. Uh, there's a Superboy series, uh, the old Flash series, the old Superman series. Like all these shows are going to be on there. But th- these are all old shows. But then there are new shows. There's a new Harley Quinn animated show. There's a Swamp Thing live action. There's Doom Patrol live action, tit- uh, Titans live action, and the next season of Young Justice. All these are going to be exclusives on this platform. So I think that's a good idea. And like if you stretch it out throughout the year, then I'll I'll be subscribing like every month if there's always a new show on there it's a now lot it's of stuff all of that and comics plus the comics yeah so they oh, showed the okay. app and at the bottom it's like read or watch and so but then it's a very curated selection of comic books right now but still mm. it's it's a lot of dc comics it's not tons but uh it's a it's a pretty good selection to start i hope they add more i hope they add way more and i hope they follow that you know six month model or something similar because otherwise like there's so many dc comics i haven't read and and those are my favorite heroes (laughs) it's so frustrating (laughs) you're gonna read all the dc comics when you come visit me josue (laughs) do you have them all do you have all i have a lot (laughs) (laughs) just point me to the library uh, oh, oh, yeah! It, it's it's out there in the open. So, <laughs> right. So I think I think that those uh, Vertigo books are are kind of a big deal. I, I wanted to see: are there any of those that really uh, stand out to you, or that you think that like have a lot of potential for you know talking so, about some of the serious issues of our time? I'm I'm definitely excited about all of them. They sound really neat. I'm probably more interested in. Um, Zoe Quinn's book, the the cyberpunk girls, and then the the sex education one. That one sounds really cool. <laughs> so it's not about sex education, <laughs> but it's it's written by a sex educator, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Any, anyways, sex positivity is important to me. So reading a, a book that sort of um, gets into the nitty gritty of the sexual discourse. Is good. I'm excited. Freedom fighters in a police state where sexists are surveilled and regulated. Sounds like Handmaid's Tale. It very much does. <laughs> and so does the Stepford Wives, uh, the Stepford yeah, Wives yeah. one. Yeah. Hex Wives. Oh, man. No. They sound good. They sound really good. In September, they'll all be coming out. Yay. Just in time for everyone to buy me birthday presents. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. We'll just get you the like the first two issues. That's, yep. it. That's all that'll yep. be out. <laughs> Yep. Can't even get you the graphic Cheap novel. birthday presents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Laura, any of them stand out to you? Um, I mean, we talked about the one that's the the Mexican folklore kind of yeah. one. I think that one's really cool. Um, and I am really interested in reading the, the Jesus one and seeing mm-hmm. what kinds yeah. of things come up in that situation where Jesus yeah. is learning from a superhero. And basically, also, it's like Sun Man, which is basically, they'll have a version of Superman, right? It's right. Like, and, Superman and Superman is, is like... You're in a lot of a lot of people look at him as like a Jesus figure or mm-hmm. a Moses figure. So it's like, okay, let's see what happens when when God's son meets someone with superpowers. I mean, <laughs> it's it'll be interesting. And yeah. or like the the one thing that people in that world aspire to be, right? The, yeah, the, a symbol of of hope and peace and and good in the world. 
if if that superhero is it, then apparently like this version of Jesus is not that, so he can learn from him. Should be interesting. Yeah. All these topics have, have gotten me thinking about, you know, like w- when we do the Meteor Matters segment, we talk about different uh, shows and different things that we're watching. And something that has stood out to me recently along these lines is, and, and none of these books necessarily address this, but the idea of how dangerous it is for a black man to live in the United States, mm-hmm. it's something that it surprised me when Black Lightning did it at the beginning of the year. In Black Lightning, it's something that comes up so often, you know, like a black parent telling their black child to be careful, to not get shot by the police, to be to do everything that they can to 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 not get in harm's way because it's so much more dangerous for them out there than it is for other people. And to see that in Black Lightning was a was like impactful for me. And then we saw it again in Black Panther. And it was something that was like mm-hmm. openly being discussed in Black Panther. And now I'm watching Cloak and Dagger. And it has come up repeatedly again. And I don't know, I feel, I think it's so great to to have that showing up in our superhero stories because it's something that I, I you know, like you don't think about. And it's, at least in my opinion, I'm curious um, what both of you think because you've watched some of these shows and you've both watched uh, Black Panther, is that like I read um, Ta-Nehisi Coates' uh, Between the World and Me, I think is the name of the book. And that book really, really affected me. Like it made me think about things or see things in a way that I'd never thought of them before. And that book is written from his perspective as a letter to his son. And the way that it's written, the words that he uses, like the passion that he uses to to say certain things to his son and explain how how important it is for him to be safe and how afraid he is for him every single day is something that yeah, like I, I get it coming from that book, but then like I'm, I'm getting hints of it from our superhero stories. And I think that that's so important. Do you guys think that they're handling it well in any of these uh, particular shows or, or like in Black Panther, for example? I think it's something that needs to be talked about and that people, especially white people, don't think about having the privilege that we do. And I think they're even in non like in more mainstream shows, not like geeky shows that I've seen handling it really well. Grey's Anatomy had an episode that had me bawling. A couple of were explaining to their son, um, my name is is Tucker Bailey, uh, and put showing him to put his hands up and don't shoot me. My parents are blah blah blah. Like it was it was very moving and. It is something that I take for granted in my life that I don't have to do that kind of thing. The fact that superhero shows and and, and movies are, are tackling it and bringing it into something that people typically look at as something for kids and bringing it in, like, as geeks, we don't look at it as thing something for kids. But a, a people outside of that kind of do see it as something for kids and having that representation there and and bringing it so that younger people can see these things um and understand that it's there is really important. Yeah, I feel that the like the fact that it's being repeated throughout mm-hmm. these different shows that I'm that I'm watching is what makes it feel way more important. And the I feel that- like it's something that's been repeated a lot in the last like year year and a yeah. half or so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like right so so like how many years have we been 
watching the news talking about young men, young black men getting shot or getting killed by police and disproportionately from from uh, white men. And then it took a while, but like, okay, now it's in all the stuff that we're watching, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, this is America came out, right? Like after Black Panther, right? Like this is all this stuff. It's like there's a, there is a narrative that is being told throughout different stories. And yeah, like it wouldn't surprise me as much to see it on something like Law and Order or a Procedural, but then to see it in my superhero comics or, mm-hmm. or just my superhero shows is, is I don't know, like it, it's, it's both affected me and also I'm happy that it's, that it's showing up there so that people think about it. Yeah, I think I think the representation of real lived black experiences of dealing with the day to day racial injustices that they are forced to to deal with is really important. That representation does matter. And it is something that I, you know, that I think about that I have thought about. But it's difficult for me to say how you know, how good it is because I'm always going to be looking at it from my perspective of a privileged white cis woman. And so I think that this is one of those things where it's really, really important to seek out and find black voices and hear how they are responding to this media representation I, it's it's one of those things where, <laughs> you know, I want to be all like, it's great and it's amazing and, and mm-hmm. media matters and yay. But then also I'm like, oh, man, I'm really not qualified to 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 say anything. Well, and um, as like as a, as a brown person, I have a particular perspective, but I'm definitely asking your perspective as a white person. Right? Yeah. Like, yes. Like, you see it in the news. Now it's like, oh, it popped up in, in my Marvel movie. And, and you've watched Cloak and Dagger, right? Yes. You told me you're watching it. Yeah. It's such a big part of that show. It is. It is. And I think that in Cloak and Dagger, they're handling it really well, especially when it's being paired with, I'm forgetting her name, but the the woman main character, you know, she she's a white woman. And so sort of comparing these two uh, family struggles to each other and sort of outlining how much race is, is a part of that is really important. But yeah, I, I, I think it's really important. And I think seeing it in media that is very much uh, encased in the entertainment side of things. It's, you know, superhero movies aren't educational. They're not documentaries. They're not, you know, current event news updates. And so I think it's important that people who, you know, understandably might avoid current events and, and downer media is still kind of getting a taste of this stuff in their in their you know fun superhero entertainment shows is like no 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 we are going to talk about it because this stuff matters and it affects us all on every level even if you have the privilege to ignore it most of the time it is still impacting your life and you need to address it and i think that that is very important and it's the main characters talking about it right it's not a side character that appears for one episode and then disappeared in all these stories it's it's really important and I don't know. I think that's why it stood out to me. Like if we were, if it were something else, you know, like if, like it's just it's the trend that I'm seeing in the shows that I'm seeing. At other times, right? There's different trends that we see, but um, this is a trend that I'm seeing now. And and I don't know. I think I think that the Vertigo comics show, like like Laura, like you said, like oh, this sounds a lot like Image. And I think that Image Comics has done a lot to 
like show, show maturity in the comic mm-hmm. book scene. Yeah. Does that does that sound about right? Yeah. Yeah. And because because people think when they think comics they think superheroes and for the most part Image doesn't do superhero comics. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's a whole nother level to it. Yeah. Um and some of my favorite books are from Image. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. And your favorite book is from Image. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and there's there's Again, there's like a maturity there, and I feel like some of these some of these shows, including Black Panther, like there's a, matru- a maturity there to that story and to the the themes that it it touched. That mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't know how much of the conversation about the popularity of of Black Panther is attributed to that, but definitely the importance of Black Panther is attributed to that um, because it it did have those conversations and it showed these these issues from multiple perspectives and so. Th- Something that Cloak and Dagger does that is that is interesting, like Lauren, like you said, it's like the main characters are a, a black male and a white female, and they come from very different families. And even their origin stories, while they're tied, they're very, very opposite, right? Like they're the the white woman, uh, like it's about corporate espionage and and things like that. And then, but the black man, like there was a black man murdered by the police, and. Even and those two stories are tied, but the, the contrast um, in that in that story, like the narrative, is very again, like I, th- I feel it's very mature and it's able to to talk about things and put them out in the open in a way that I don't know. Like if as a comic book fan, as a superhero fan, it feels good um, to to have those things out there. And I don't know, it's a, it's a trend that I'm seeing. Whenever we see like trends like this, I, I like to I like to try to connect some dots. Yeah, I definitely feel in in I'm not remembering which episode of Cloak and Dagger it is, but um, w- one of the episodes, the early couple of episodes, there's a scene where the main character, um, Cloak, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the <Cloak>. guy, <laughs> um, and, and he is, uh, he's trying to accomplish a goal and ends up inside of um, a police station and is like visibly incredibly uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and given his his you know traumatic background is sort of exhibiting some some ptsd uh symptoms and and i thought that that was a really powerful image to sort Mm -hmm. of be like look even superheroes can't escape this kind of fear that our racially unjust system puts into its citizens. Yeah. And I think that that's a really powerful, uh, you know, without saying it straight up, just showing it in your, in your TV show. I think that's really powerful. Well, I'm glad we got to tie that, all that, that back together. Again, I, I see, I see trends. It makes me very happy. This whole vertigo thing. Listeners, if you see, uh, if you've seen any other shows or read something that falls along those lines, please let us know. Hey, we've launched a new website called the geek therapy forum. Almost every piece of content on the Geek Therapy Network is now linked to a topic on the forum, replacing the comments on separate websites. It also includes all the features of a traditional message board, so we have topics ranging from pop culture and video games to psychology and mental health. Patreon members also get access to an exclusive area to discuss Patreon-exclusive content, all in one place. You'll find a link to this episode's topic on the GT Forum in the show notes, or you can go to forum.geektherapy.com to sign up and join the discussion. Again, visit the new GT Forum at forum.geektherapy.com. So I want to take a moment to remember two weeks ago when uh, I kind of asked the community uh, or, or I said I want to, you know, help the community grow by having members of the community like be essentially content creators. That's basically what I what I was saying. And so I've been I've been busy. I've been 
I've been contacting people. I've been I've been trying to poach people from other podcast networks. <laughs> I'm not messing around. Yeah. <laughs> there are a few things in the works, but definitely I can absolutely announce that we have one new blog on the Geek Therapy Network, and it's called Video Games Save My Life. And you can find it at vgsml.geektherapy.com. That's Video Game Save My Life, right? The acronym. Uh, .geektherapy.com. is written by Johnny Goodman. And he's out in the UK. He's a psychology student, but he also does work with youth. And uh, he's just super interested in the stories that people have about how video games were super important in, in their lives, right? And I think the three of us have definitely heard, you know, stories of people who attribute video games to helping them get through a difficult point in their lives. Some people, you know, believe that video games saved their lives at some point or another. I know that for I think that for all of us here, that has been true at one point or another. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so he's just really interested in those stories. So his blog is basically asking people to, to kind of share that story with him so that he can write about it and put it in the blog. So if you go to the blog, you'll see a submit area where you can share your story. And, and he wants to do a series on it. And I think it's a great addition to the Geek Therapy Network. Sounds like a good fit, Osway. Yay! It does sound like a good fit. <laughs> he had just started the blog, and I was like, "Hey, man, you're part of this community. I think that's a great idea. Do you wanna? Do you wanna like? And and so so what happened? We talked. <laughs> Get on our level, <laughs> <laughs> right? So we we talked, and then I I helped him take the website that he had, and we made a brand new sexy website that's linked to the GT forum. So now every time that Johnny writes a, a blog post, it is automatically, you know, linked to the to the forum with all the other content from from Geek Therapy. And yeah, welcome uh, to the family, Johnny. Yay. Yay. So, cool. so so that's the only one like I can officially confirm for now. But there's also, more. In oh the there's Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just waiting to. Mm -hmm. I've, yeah, I've I found some some pretty cool stuff, and also there's been like even when I did that episode, you know, and I was talking about that, I, I had some people in mind, but I'd never gone as far as to like invite people really to join forces. But again, I think I think the GT forum is is really special, but it 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 can only survive as long as we keep linking to it, right? As long as we keep adding stuff to it. I, I like the way this is working out. I will continue to to update everybody on what's happening there. And if you have an idea for for a blog or a podcast or something like that, let me know because what we're trying to do is share geek therapy resources with you to set you up with what you need to to make the content that you want. And then there's a whole network of us who are making stuff and then we can help each other out. Not only with like telling each other like collectively about, about the network and, and trying to connect each other to one another, but also we can provide feedback to each other and we can, you know, help each other with ideas. Very exciting times. And speaking of the forum, just wanted to point out a few things that are, that are going on there. Uh, one is a post uh, titled Tabletop Group in a Prison Setting. And Rob uh, added this topic to, to the forum and he talks about how he runs a tabletop group uh, with um, male youth in a correctional facility. And he's just asking for ideas about different games to use and kind of some feedback on what he's doing. So that topic's really interesting. If you have any input on tabletop games with, with youth, with young adults, and um, I know I've talked to him 
offline and he's also like not just looking for for ideas but he's like i think he's also looking for ways to maybe just get more games he's working at a place that doesn't have a lot of resources and so definitely check out that that topic on the forum and there's another topic uh help with a text game and that one's uh our friend jian and he is he's he says i'm building a text-based game in a self-made fantasy sci-fi setting about being a psychiatrist to a new fantastical species he needs help i'm not sure what he needs help with but he needs help with his game. He's looking for. Um, he, he's more specific about it on the. On the I forum. think he's looking for like opposites on a on a spectrum kind of thing. Yeah, like, it was a little confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but definitely, if you want to want to help make a game. Check it out. Go to the forum. You can visit the forum at forum.geektherapy.com. All right, so that's kind of some stuff that's going on uh, around the community on the forum. Uh, so. Let's go into Geek Therapy. Geek Therapy is a segment where we talk about something that during the past week helped us get through a bad time or simply helped cheer us up. It can be anything geeky. Lara, do you have anything for this week? You know, I think last time I mentioned I've been, my wife has been out of town, so I've been doing a lot of things, watching a lot of things, reading a lot of comics. I actually started reading Ellen Forney's new book, uh, Rocksteady, Brilliant advice from my bipolar life or something like that. The sequel to Marbles. Yeah, sequel to... Well, it's not even... I wouldn't call it... It's like a, it's a follow-up book to, to Marbles. It's not really a sequel. Marbles is her it's story. The, it's the Marbles extended universe. <laughs> Marbles is her story. <laughs> Rocksteady is literally her personal treatment manual to how she has dealt with bipolar disorder. Yeah, I think she described that as a companion piece. Right? Yeah, like a, it, like a self help book for for bipolar disorder. Yeah, yeah. it's I've been I've been re- I've read like the first two chapters. I'm loving it. Um, I'm definitely going to use this with clients. I'm assuming um, it's also in graphic form. It is in graphic form. It's really approachable and keeps things real. Like nobody's perfect. They're not going to do all these things all the time, but you should try to do these things. And here are resources to help. And she even puts in where she got the the techniques from, like specific like psychological books, like print, published books um, and mm-hmm. treatment manuals and things like that. And so I just think that was really uplifting to know that that book was out there. And that it's gotten me excited about about using it with clients. And, and I don't know why I didn't pick it up the day it came out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marbles is the GT Book Club selection for our Patreon for the month of June. So actually, this episode is coming out on July 1st. So that, yeah, it was it was our, <laughs> our GT Book Club for, mm-hmm. for June. Yeah. And everyone should read that book, too. Hmm. Yeah. Lauren, you got something? Yeah, yeah. I watched um, a movie called The Endless, which is sort of a Lovecraftian-esque horror movie. That was pretty fun. I enjoyed that. Um, And then I've been playing a game called Hidden Folks, which um, is on Steam sale. And it's sort of a search and find game, a la, you know, like Where's Waldo or I Spy but it's done in this really cute black and white illustration and there everything is slightly animated and the sound effects are really cute. It's just it's a fun game and it's making me think a lot about perspective and 
um, environment and how how we see each other and view each other and are connected to each other. And it's sort of interesting coming from a game where it's literally I'm just clicking around trying to find a specific little little guy wearing a specific little hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Geek Therapy this week has definitely been the Geek Therapy Discord. I apologize to anyone who's already on the, on the server because I set up the notifications to just notify you of everything so that you'll have to turn off your own notifications. <laughs> but if you come on, it's like notifications are going to be crazy because it's been so active. It's been so good. Um, like It's when on top- fire. It is. It is. It is. It is uh, so, so good. And there was some talk of Pokemon Go recently. So we opened up yeah. a brand new channel for Pokemon Go. Get those Go. trainer codes. Oh, yeah. Friends with all of us. Send gifts. If you haven't played Pokemon Go in a while, there's a new friends feature that just came out. So everybody gets a trainer code and you can make friends with people and you can't trade unless you're nearby. So, you know, that, that kind of sucks. But if you if you do become friends with other members of the community or, or whoever, uh, you can send gifts to each other. And now you can get gifts from going to Pokestops. It has revitalized my uh, my uh, desire to play Pokemon Go. I couldn't play for months. I didn't. I had no idea what was wrong with it. But I finally Googled the hell out of it, and I figured out what the problem was. If you have an Apple Watch and your Pokemon Go app keeps crashing, delete the Apple Watch app. No. See if that works. Yep. I mean, just to, just to like get it started, because uh, that that's what uh. was stopping mine from working. Um, you can put it back on. Do you use the Apple Watch app a lot? Um, I've tried. And then I for- started forgetting my watch at home. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why are you saying no? <laughs> because I want to use it. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So, you know, lots of Pokemon fever, Pokemon Let's Go in a couple months. Um, so whew, just uh, good stuff. But uh, but it's, yeah, it's uh, the Discord has been on fire. It's been making me laugh a lot. It's been uh, very, very active. And yeah, if even if just for um, Pokemon Go... Friend codes alone, definitely join the server. Uh, that's at uh, geektherapy.com slash discord. Oh, it's so much fun. And if you're already a member, I haven't ch- uh, chimed in in a while. Definitely come say hi. That's definitely been uh, cheering me up this week. <laughs> I love that discord so much. All right. So that's it for this week's episode of GT Radio. Uh, you can find more Geek Therapy, more about the Geek Therapy Network at geektherapy.com. We're on Twitter at Geek Therapy. I'm at Josue Cardona. Lauren is at Chicken Dinosaur. Lara is at at Geek Therapist. I forgot for a second. <laughs> you forgot even though you gave me the handle. It used to be mine. <laughs> we'll be back next week with more GT Radio. Thank you and bye. You've just listened to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and all of our podcasts, visit geektherapy.com. And for extra content, including our monthly book club and other perks, consider becoming a member of Geek Therapy on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash geektherapy.